ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه فمن اطاعه دخل الجنه ومن عصاه دخل النار يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد there is a level of iman that is slightly below the level of the anbiya of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in fact it is the highest level of faith if we exclude the anbiya the messengers and the prophets of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a level whereby a person tries his utmost to reach he has lived this life with every single objective and goal that allah jalla wa ala wants him to reach he will find happiness he will find contentment he will find in it the assistance of allah in every single trouble or problem that he faces this is the level of as-siddiqiyah the level whereby a person is truthful <coughs> allah jalla wa ala says falaw sadaqullah lakana khayran lahum if only they were truthful to allah everything else would have been good for them everything would have been perfect everything would have been just better than what they wanted allah jalla wa ala commands the believer to reach this level of truthfulness he says subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu taqullaha wa kunu ma'as sadiqin oh believers oh the people who believe fear allah have taqwa of allah and be i command you to be from those who are truthful truthfulness this level of being truthful as-siddiqiyah as it is mentioned in the arabic language is something that all of the prophets and messengers of allah were described by it was a level that the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in reached and this is why they were prosperous this is why they were content and happy even though some of them had nothing at all this is why they were given a victory this is why they were given assistance this is why they lived in this world as if though they were rich 
rich in terms of their faith. Allah Jalla wa'ala, when he describes Ibrahim, he says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ صِدِّيقًا نَبِيَّةً I remind the people about the story of Ibrahim. He was a truthful prophet. When he, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, speaks about Ishaq and Ya'qub, he says, وَوَهَبَنَا لَهُمْ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ لِسَانَ صِدْقٍ عَلِيَّةً And we made from them people that Allah Jalla wa had mercy upon them. And we made their tongues truthful, high upon truth. When he subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about Ismail, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِسْمَعِيلِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ الصَّادِقَ الْوَعْدِ وَكَانَ رَسُولَ النَّبِيَّةِ And remind him about the story of Ismail. He was somebody that was truthful to his promise, truthful to the oath, truthful to the confidence. And he was a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prophets after prophets, Allah describes them as people who were truthful. In fact, all of the Sahaba described with the very same characteristic of truthfulness. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Min al Rijalun Sadaqu ma And from the believers, there are people who are truthful to the confident that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had for them. This level of Iman, being truthful, as I mentioned at the very beginning, is directly under the level of the prophets and messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is greater and more virtuous than even the shuhada, even the martyrs in the sight of Allah jalla wa ala, and we know that their virtues are many and they're great. But the people who are truthful, their level is slightly above. For Allah jalla wa ala says, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ عَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا He says subhanahu wa ta'ala And those people who obey Allah And obey the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ عَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ They are people who Allah jalla wa'ala has favored upon everyone else They are the prophets of Allah And then those who are truthful And then those who are the martyrs and then the righteous people. Those who are truthful have been mentioned in a higher level, a greater form of faith than the martyrs in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how can we be from them? And what does it entail to be from the sadiqin? How can a person reach the level of a siddiqiyah like the prophets and messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This topic of a sidqa, our brothers and sisters in Islam, is of great importance. And for a person to achieve the level of truthfulness and be mentioned in the same brackets of all of those prophets and messengers and the Sahaba that we mentioned, he must ensure that he is truthful in all of the three components of truthfulness. For being truthful by the Sharia of Allah and reaching the level of a siddiqiyah and being considered to be a Siddiq, the truthful one. A person must be truthful in all three components. What are these three components? The first and the greatest of them is a Siddiq ma'allahi jalla wa'ala is being truthful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truthfulness is not just speaking the truth of your tongue, nor is it just making sure that you stay away from lying or you avoid 
telling tales. But truthfulness, the greatest pillar of it, is a sidq ma'allahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is being truthful with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? How can a person be truthful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Being truthful to Allah jalla wa ala our brother or sister in Islam is that you bring to him ibadat, you bring to him acts of worship that are perfect. Acts of worship whereby you really believe in the certainty of meeting your Lord. Acts of worship whereby every single part of it from the beginning until the end I've been followed by the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Acts of worship whereby the outward actions are just like the inward actions meaning you have done it entirely for the sake of Allah and I ask you, your brother or sister in Islam and I ask this question to myself as well how many actions of our how many ibadah that we perform how many of them are truthful to Allah Jalla wa'ala? How many of them have been performed? Whether we know this is done for the sake of Allah, and we know this is perfect, we know we can grant it and give it to Allah Jalla wa'ala, and be happy whilst we're giving it to Allah Jalla wa'ala. Our salah and the salah that we perform every day and every all of these years in the past, how many of them are perfect? How many of them have the hearts been attached to Allah Jalla wa'ala during the salah? قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ Allah Jalla wa'ala says, successful are those believers. Which believers? Those who perform their salah with khushur, with complete submissiveness. They were truthful in their salah. They didn't just perform their salah as a, as a homework, as a right that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given them. Very robotic in their actions. Forgetting about the meaning of the salah. But they were truthful in their salah. They understood the importance of the salah. And thus they perfected it and they went beyond that. They made sure their hearts were attached to their prayer. They made sure that they're happy whilst presenting this to Allah Jalla wa'ala. And they will make sure and they hope that on the day of judgment, Allah Jalla wa'ala will present it to them just like how he presented it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our ibadat have many deficiencies and many problems. Our acts of worship have many problems in it. None of us have truly, can truly claim that we are a siddiq in our actions. We are a siddiq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are truthful with Allah to the way we behave with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truthfulness with Allah not just entails your actions of worship being perfect or your actions of worship being done for the sake of Allah. But truthfulness to Allah means that you are aware that Allah Jalla wa'ala is watching, that He is hearing, that He sees subhanahu wa ta'ala and He knows about your situation and every single part of the things that you do in your life. This is being truthful to Allah. Being truthful to Allah is that when you are alone and you think there is no one with you or there is no one can see you, you abstain from sinning because you know that Allah Jalla wa'ala sees you. You know that He is Al-Haq, the one who sees, the one who has the right, the one who is the truth. The one there is no, absolutely no doubt about whatsoever. Truthfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you live this world afraid about the punishment of Allah. You live this world aware, entirely aware about every single characteristic of Allah Jalla wa'ala. In the Battle of Khaybar, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
as he was distributing the war booty. He gave an Arabi man, a Bedouin man, some part of the war booty. This Bedouin man looked towards this war booty and he said to the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, I didn't pledge my allegiance to you, nor did I testify that you were the Prophet of Allah for things like this. Rather, he said, I pledged my allegiance to you so that an arrow can be thrown towards over here and he pointed towards his throat so that I can die as a shaheed and enter Jannah. The Prophet looked towards him and he said to him, if you are truthful, if you are truthful of Allah, Allah will grant you what you ask for. If you are truthful of Allah, Allah will grant you what you ask for. The battle intensified once more. And the war took many victims of the Muslims. Many of them became shuhada. Until a man came to the Prophet and showed him the body of this Arabi man, of this slave of, the, of Allah, this man who wanted an arrow to his throat so that he could meet Allah. The Prophet looked towards him and he said, Ahua, Ahua, Is this man him? He said, Yes, Ya Rasulullah, this is the man that asked you that this is the man that returned the warbuti, this is the man that pledges allegiance for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet said, I will be this man's witness. On Yawmul Qiyamah that he was somebody who was truthful. He died like this because he lived a life of truthfulness. Oh brother, oh sister in Islam, where is our truthfulness with Allah? How many times do we do acts of ibadah so that we can be glorified and praised by our colleagues and for our friends? How many times have our acts of ibadah been done sincerely for the sake of Allah. Look to the story of Bukhari Muslim, when the Prophet tells us the story of three friends who were locked in a cave by a great stone that covered the exit of the cave. They all looked towards one another and they said to one another, No, nothing can help us now except for actions that we did for Allah, truthful for Allah, sincere for Allah, and only for Allah. So they began, every one of them, Mentioning acts that they did for Allah Jalla wa'ala and as they did, the stone began moving until the stone completely uncovered the exit of the cave and they were free to move out of the cave. As Sidqa, being truthful, or brother or sister in Islam, its first component and its greatest pillar is that you are truthful with Allah Jalla wa'ala. Your ibadah must come from the heart. Your worship must come from the heart. <coughs> Your salah must have a greater meaning than just an action done because Allah Jalla wa'ala commands you to do it. When you walk upon the earth of Allah Jalla wa'ala, you must constantly be aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Knowing that He is watching you. Knowing that He hears you. Knowing that He knows everything about you subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being truthful of Allah then has a second pillar, a second component. And that is as-sidqah, ma'annas, that being truthful with the people. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna sidqah yahdi ila al-bir, wa inna al-bir yahdi ila al-jannah, wa inna al-rajul la yasliqu hatta yakuna siddiqa, wa la yasliqu hatta yakuna siddiqa. There, he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that truthfulness leads to piety leads you towards good actions 
and good actions leads you towards Jannah. By Allah, there are people, he said, that speak the truth until they are written with Allah as a person who speaks the truth. وَإِنَّ الْكَذِبِ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْفُجُورِ وَإِنَّ الْفُجُورِ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْمَارِ And then he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and lying leads to sin, leads to open corruption, and open corruption leads to the fire. وَإِنَّ الرَّجُلِ لَا يَكْذِبُ حَتَّى يُكْتَبَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ كَذَّابًا And there are people who continue to lie until they become people who are written with Allah Jalla wa'ala as a liar. The second component and the second pillar of wanting to be from the people who are truthful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reaching the level of the Anbiya and the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum ajma'een is that after a person is truthful with Allah, he is truthful with the people. He protects his tongue from lying. He protects his tongue from lying. Even if it be against himself or his family. We're living in a time in today's day and age where lying has become very, very easy. In some instances, we're even encouraged. Encouraged to add a little bit of spice. Mention a few tales about yourself so that you may get a job in your CVs. In some instances, again, we're encouraged to lie. To be able to acquire or reach a particular level that we think that we are unable to reach if we speak the truth. Speaking the truth is something that Allah commands us to have. As in this hadith, the Prophet said, the speaking the truth leads to good. It leads you to good. You may think that something is good for you, but in reality it's bad, and vice versa. And so you're hoping. You're hoping to reach something by lying, by changing the truth. That is only fujur, as the Prophet said. Because lying leads to fujur, it leads to evil. And evil will lead to the fire. There is not a single thing that a person can lie about on this world, even if it be against itself, except this lie will take him to corruption, will take him to evil. And then this evil will take him to the fire. And there is not a single thing in this world except that when a person speaks the truth, even if it be against himself and his family, that the truth will take him towards good. Because Sidq, as the Prophet said, will always take you to piety, will always take you to good, will always take you to the wonders of this world. Before the Akhirah. Before the Akhirah. So whenever you're in a situation and you're asked a question and you have a choice to either say the truth or to tell a lie, speak the truth and make yourselves from the company of the prophets and messengers and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in. The third and the final component the final pillar for a person to reach the level of a siddiqiyya to reach the level <coughs> of the truthful ones is a siddiq ma'an nafs is being truthful to your own self being truthful to Allah we said by perfecting ibadah by being aware that Allah Jalla wa'ala 
is watching you, is hearing you, and knowing you, and knowing everything that you do. that you interact with people by only speaking the truth. And as nafs, you are truthful to yourself. How is a person truthful to himself? Umar bin Khattab, radiallahu ta'ala an said, Hasibu anfusakum. Qabla an tuhasabu. Truthfulness to, your, to yourself is that you hold yourself to account before Allah holds you to account. Truthfulness to yourself is that you analyze yourself, you analyze your actions, you look to where you've gone wrong, you look to where you've achieved, and you perfect your points where you've achieved, you perfect your, your actions of good, and you remove the actions of sin. Truthfulness to yourself is whereby a person raises his hands up to Allah and he asks Allah for forgiveness for the sins that he has committed against Allah and the sins that he has committed against the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truthfulness to oneself is that we realize that we are all sinful slaves to Allah jalla wa'ala and none of us truly deserve Jannah through our actions. For how many times have we come short? How many times have our actions of ibadah had in its problems from the beginning until the end? Truthfulness to yourself is that you realize, is that we realize we are nobody from the creation of Allah Jalla wa'ala. And we have made mistakes upon mistakes upon mistakes. And the only way to enter Jannah is that we remove from our hearts this arrogance or pride that covers it and it clouds it, making us think that we are better than others. Due to our worship, or due to our color, or due to our background, or due to our professions. And we acknowledge for ourselves that we are nobody. In the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truthfulness to oneself is that a person knows the wing of humility and humbleness. And lives in this world as a slave to Allah. Acknowledging all he is, is a slave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person does this, and he's met all of these three components of truthfulness, فَلَوْ صَدَقُ اللَّهُ لَكَانَ خَيْرُ He has become truthful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he has made himself the ones who are truthful to Allah jalla wa ala. And he has reached a level that is the best level in this dunya. For messengership after Prophet has come to an end. And the next level after that is the level of truthfulness. We ask Allah to make us from him. Amen. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala One of the greatest actions a person can do to prove his truthfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Truthfulness with Allah Truthfulness with the people and truthfulness to his own very self is an action of ibadah that Allah Jalla wa'ala has decreed an action that is known as the fast. We are currently only three weeks away 
from the months of Ramadan, a month whereby Allah Jalla wa Ala has obliged every single believer, male or female, to fast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to leave his food, to leave his drink, to leave his desires for the sake of Allah Jalla wa Ala. And the scholars of Islam, they say the epitome, the epitome of truthfulness is the siyam, is the fast. For it's not possible for a person to fast except that he fasts for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when he is alone, he still chooses not to eat. When there is no one with him, he chooses to abstain from drink. It's an action that is an action of sincerity. An action of truthfulness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the fast, oh brother, oh sister in Islam, is not just leaving food or leaving drink during the daylight hours of every single day in the month of Ramadan. The fast entails so much more. It entails leaving food. It entails leaving drink. It entails leaving your desires. It entails controlling one's tongue. It entails speaking the truth. It entails controlling one's anger. It entails being patient. And hence, it becomes the level or the highest action of truthfulness. The Prophet said, The Allah says, That every single action the slave does is for himself. Except for the fast. Except for the fast. For the fast is for me, and I will reward him due to his fast. From this hadith, we understand many, many things. From the explanation of this hadith, the scholars of Islam, they say that every single action a person can do to please others from the creation. He can perform salah and he can do so to please somebody. He can give charity so that someone can say he is charitable. He can go to jihad and someone can say he's a brave and courageous fighter. Actions he can do for other people. But as for the fast, he can only do the fast for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because he chooses even though he's alone and there's no one around him, he chooses to continue fasting. So Allah says in this hadith, every action a person does is for himself. Except for the fast. For the fast can only be done for me. And I will reward him due to this. He's left his food. He's left his drink. He's left his desires for myself. The Prophet said, The one that does not control his tongue, he doesn't achieve through his fasting anything except for hunger and thirst. Because the true level of fast is whereby a person controls his tongue and the sin that the person can do with his tongue. We have three weeks, so brothers or sisters in Islam, to make our fasts reach the level of, of complete siddiqiyah, of complete truthfulness. And this month, the sunnah of the Prophet is to practice and to train yourselves to fast and to allow yourselves to taste the sweetness of fast. Prepare for it. Don't let the first of the month of Ramadan be the first day that you fast in the entire year. Because if that is the case, you find it extremely difficult for your body. 
and extremely difficult for you to worship Allah in the month of Ramadan. For Ramadan has within it many other acts of worship other than the fast. So in this month, the sunnah of the Prophet is to exercise and train yourself in fasting. Not just the fast of leaving food and drink, but the fast of the people who are truthful. The fast of controlling your tongue. The fast of analyzing and accounting yourself. The fast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Wa ala Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ibrahim inna hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ibrahim inna hamidun majid. Allahumma rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adab al-nar. Allahumma inna ka'afu wa tuhibu la'afu wa fa'afu anna. Allahumma a'izza al-islam wa al-muslimin. Allahumma dhilla shirk wa al-mushrikin. Allahumma salli ala nabi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Aqimu al-salam.